It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olivia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Hour number two of the bottom line here on News Radio 610 KONA. Ed Dawson with you. Rob is off today. 547-1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved. You can email us too by going to the website 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. Like AJW from Kennewick writes, it's time to do away with the mail-in ballots. Also time to sue Jay Inslee for running so many lives. Vote him out. Appreciate the email. And uh, again, this uh, coming on the heels of a news conference uh, from Governor Inslee in which he uh, discussed, for the most part, that Washingtonians were doing a good job masking up and and the like. We were seeing an uptick in cases in different pockets of the state, uh, hoping that those are one-time events like Labor Day, the smoke, keeping people indoors, and then coming outside again after the smoke and and getting tested and and the like. Um, Hard to say if, uh, you know, what is causing it, but not only addressing the uptick in cases, but announcing that he is allowing for more um, activities, both indoor and outdoor, some loosening of the restrictions. But before you get too excited, it's only for counties that are in phase two and phase three. Now, that is Walla Walla, and there's a number of different counties that in our listening audience that this affects, and that's wonderful. Uh, but it does not help Benton, Franklin, Yakima, Chelan, Douglas counties who are still stuck in the modified phase two. And no, he did not say that counties can begin moving uh, different phases again. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Leonard in Kennewick. Hi, Leonard. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, earlier you were talking about this voter thing, and I know for a fact uh, four different people who have at least four names that they receive mail to different addresses here in the Tri-Cities. This has been going on for a long time. I asked the guy, how come you have so many names? And he said, well, if I get in trouble with one, I've got a whole set of ID for another. And uh, that's, you know, that's been going on for a long time. So it's easy to get... Uh, a different name and get another ballot, you know, and, but actually vote four times like the guy said. And you can't stop it by saying, okay, Joe Dokes has already voted, so he can't vote again because Joe Rodriguez is going to vote this time. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely. And look, I, I'm not saying that it's a, it's a good plan, foolproof at all, I'm just laying out what the Secretary of State has said. And look, we all know that it is an imperfect system. Having said that, there are a lot of protocols that are in place uh, that many other states don't have. 
So just for some perspective, yes, if we are stuck with the mail-in system, which we've been in for a while, if you don't like the mail-in system, I, I, I don't know what to tell you because enough of the lawmakers are, you know, in this state are not going to change it. But it's not all doom and gloom. The system that we do have in place is better than just about any other state. Uh, is that not saying much? <laughs> I guess that's up to you. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Bernie from Kennewick. Hi, Bernie. What's going on? Well, a couple of things. Um, the type of businesses I've always been in, I depend on high accuracy. I mean, electronics, you know, down to thousands of a volt, for instance, uh, machining, accuracy down to tenth the thickness of a human hair. Well, because of those, I want accuracy in weather reporting. And yet, year after year, I find something kind of strange that the U.S. Weather Bureau forecast that I pick up on a special radio is always different than what I get from all local news media. And I've asked um, those stations, um, the, new, the uh, weather reporters that work for those stations, where they get their weather information from, and none of them will call me back. So maybe you could tell me when you report the news where does your weather information come from? It's not coming from the National Weather Service radio like I pick up. Well, I can tell you that uh, the the weather that we get is from the National Weather Service. Um, it is also from uh, our news partner, Keeper Television, who uh, they have um, they have. Not all of them are meteorologists there. Um, at least one or two of them is. And so they may put their own take, but it's they're still getting fed things from the National Weather Service. So a um, little bit off topic, Bernie, but that's all right. Uh, I hope that helped. It probably didn't answer your question, but that's, that's an answer. Uh, that's, you know, what you asked for. 547-1610-509-547-1610 here on the bottom line. As we uh, look at the voting system and, you know, being a month away from the election and a lot more people are concerned about the accuracy and the integrity of of the election, um, I, don't, I don't know if there is... A perfect system. I, and I, I, that's not a cop out. And a lot of people like to say, well, it was so much better in the olden days when you went to polling places. But my retort to that is how many different times did we hear about lost ballots, found ballots in ballot boxes that made their way into the counts? You know, there was there, all across the country, there were there were problems with that. It no matter the system, humans will find a way to try to circumvent that system. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Max from Kennewick. Hi, Max. Uh, the principal question would be in states that had a really close count. You'd want to make sure that there wasn't funny business going on there. 
anything that has to do with computers or mail in makes me nervous. Aside from that, what I wanted to talk about was COVID. Uh, we're going to have to just bite the bullet. I know I keep repeating myself on this, but COVID isn't as much seasonal as flu. I've never had anyone in the medical profession been able to tell me why flu has a season, but it does. I've had them try to say, well, people are cooped up, they're inside more, maybe that's the reason. We don't really know. But it's always going to be out there from now on, I think. And yes, we can go for the vaccine. That's going to take a while. No, Trump's not controlling it. It'll be the scientists and the vaccine companies. But we're not going to have any businesses left in a lot of categories if we insist that they all stay closed in some states until the COVID thing is basically minimal or non-existent. It ain't going to happen. And I just, I find it amazing. Ben Shapiro likes to say that, realize you're talking about a disease that has a mortality rate of three per thousand in anyone who isn't predisposed. And those people should take precautions. So I don't understand how we can rationalize that it's okay to keep everything shut down. And I'll take your ideas about that off the air. Thanks. Appreciate the call as always. 547-1610-509-547-1610. It's, <laughs> it's a complex thing. I, I can go in, in so many different angles with this. I'll say this before, because we are coming up on a break. I'll say this, that the reason why we have 50 different approaches to COVID and its response is because we have 50 different states. Now, a lot of people wanted there to be a federal guideline uh, for this, but... President Trump did not want to do that. He wanted to give states the, you know, the ability to do their own thing. So I, I take issue with people like Governor Inslee, like Kate Brown, and, and like many of the others, the same people who bemoan the fact that we didn't have a national mask mandate or any kind of national guidelines, if they... It, if Trump had laid down guidelines, what would the states have done? Well, he can't tell us what to do. We're autonomous states, which is true. So either way, you, you're not going to win uh, that argument. You either have a national mandate or you give states the ability to do things on their own. And you got to think that Letting states do things on their own is the sound way to do it because every state is so different. Every state was affected differently. Every state has different populations and population bases. And so, yeah, it's not a perfect system, especially when we have a, a, a society that's as, as transit as we are. You know, yeah, you can, you can ground planes you know, for months on end, but eventually people are going to be mobile again. You know, people in Washington are going to want to go to Florida. They're going to want to go to D.C. They're going to go to New York and vice versa. So, yeah, it's, you know, Max is right. It's going to be around with us. 
probably the same way the flu is. I hope not. I hope that whenever a vaccine comes out and it's safe and effective, and I do agree that Trump is not behind it as much as he'd like to think he is, it's going to be the FDA. Yeah, he has some say over the FDA, but it's going to be the FDA that approves this. We've already we're already well into the trial phases, human trial phases on a on a few dif- different things. We've got some viable treatments, not vaccines, that have been in play even here in the in the tri cities and hospitals. So we're getting there. Once we get there and we do come up with a viable ba- vaccine, I hope that we, it's not like the flu and returns next year. In a slightly tweaked form. I hope it's a one and done. Because if we have to deal with this every year, uh, I don't think we will. I really don't. Uh, We know a lot of different factors are at play, including the election this year. You can read into that however you want. But yeah, that that was a factor in the way the different states treated the approach to the pandemic. 547 Back with more of The Bottom Line after this. Hook up with The Bottom Line on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. Now, back to the show presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Make sure that you, your family, and your business is covered. Visit jasonhogue.com to see everything American Family Insurance has to offer and to set up an appointment with Jason to make sure your insurance needs are met. 547 1610 509 547 1610. And uh, talking about uh, not only the uh, COVID guidance that uh, Governor Jay Inslee uh, announced a short time ago. Uh, not affecting Benton, Franklin, Yakima, Chelan, or Douglas counties because those five counties are still stuck in a modified phase one and all the new guidance is for counties that are in two or three. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? This is Bert in Kennewick. Hi, Bert. What's going on? And I, I missed the very beginning of the show. I didn't know if you... Uh... Uh, made an announcement or not if uh, Eddie, that uh, Eddie Van Halen died today? Did not make an announcement. Was gonna was gonna get to that uh, a little bit later on, but we can get to it now. Um, what was your thoughts when you heard the news? Oh, of course. I grew up. You know, I'm 49 years old, so it was all Van Halen in the late 70s through the 80s with me. And I mean, that's a, that's a great talent lost right there. I mean, seen a couple of his interviews. The personality, maybe not so much, but. I mean, most great artists are tormented minds. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I, apparently he had uh, throat cancer uh, for a number of years, and uh, and he passed away. Uh, made it, Actually, his son made the announcement on social media uh, earlier today that Eddie Van Halen had died. And, you know, you, you think of it. I grew up in, in the 80s, um, and... Yeah, Van Halen, a big part of it. And Van Halen was one of those bands. They were a, they were a very good band, 
but they reached, I think, monumental status in part because of MTV. The the music videos, you got to see uh, David Lee Roth being crazy. You got to see Alex Van Halen on the drums. You got to see Eddie Van Halen uh, do his thing on the on the guitar. And uh, and yeah, I think I think that that uh, elevated them uh, to to another level. You know, people people immediately like to put somebody in a in a category or on a list. Um, you know, it's it's fun to to mess around with that. Um, I don't know if Eddie Van Halen was my favorite guitarist. You know, I, I you gotta. You got to look at Jimi Hendrix and and Prince, but man, he's right there. He's right there and uh, and an icon, unfortunately, uh, passed away uh, because of a long battle with throat cancer. Um, And look, you know, Van Halen went through uh, a lot of turmoil. You know, I mentioned uh, David Lee Roth and uh, yeah, the the band was kind of... um, you know, it, it, they had, had some moving parts, let's just say. But Eddie Van Halen, Alex Van Halen, his brother, that's why the band is called Van Halen, right? So uh, very sad news. Um, and, uh, yeah, a, ba- a big chunk. Of, it, it's interesting how the, the things that influence us, you know, especially growing up, uh, for a lot of people, it's music. For a lot of people, it's uh, movies or movie stars. Uh, a lot of times, it's athletes. Uh, but those those individuals that achieve greatness in their field, uh, literally and figuratively, have a lasting impression, especially those that are younger. And, you know, young people recognize talent. And it does affect them. Um, and certainly for a lot of people, Eddie Van Halen and the band Van Halen, uh, is, is just, is just that. And so, um, unfortunately Eddie Van Halen lost his battle with uh, throat cancer earlier today. Uh, and he had been, he had been battling that for, for quite some time. And, um, his son, uh, made the announcement over, uh, over Twitter, I believe. Um, he was 65, 65 years old, Eddie Van Halen, which is hard to, for some of us to imagine. Uh, also, uh, you know, those of us that uh, that were influenced by mostly the 80s, it's hard to imagine that Eddie Van Halen was 65, but uh, he passed away earlier uh, after his battle with uh, lung cancer. We'll take a time out. More of the bottom line, more of your calls, 547-1610, more of your emails by going to the website, 610kona.com, the bottom line page, and you can fill out the form and send us your question or your comment.
Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. This is Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA. Perfection Tire. Four locations in the Tri-Cities to serve you. Family owned and operated for over 40 years. Perfection Tire. Make sure that your car runs the way it should. Go to perfectiontire.com. Well, I reached out um, during the commercial break to the uh, governor's communications, uh, excuse me, the deputy communications uh, director and press secretary, Mike Falk, um, about this question about uh, are all of these new uh, guidance items for a little bit more reopening in the state, do any of them at all apply to the five counties in modified phase one? Because what the governor laid out was all for counties that were in two and three. And uh, to his credit, uh, Mr. Falk got back to me pretty quickly and said that... Um, it some of the youth sports would be on a case count for the county basis, so county by county, some of the outdoor youth sports, but that there were some activities uh, for modified phase one, and he sent me a long list of all of the uh, items that were announced today, and that more, he said more, we're going to be released in the next 24 hours. So scanning through the list, I find just one, uh, one thing that uh, pertains to modified phase one, and that is indoor water recreation facilities, indoor pools, basically, by appointment only for modified phase one. Okay, well, I hope there's more that comes out. Uh, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to make this all about Benton, Franklin, Yakima, and Chelan and Douglas counties. Uh, certainly, there are other people that listen to this show in counties that are in phase two. And that's awesome because there is a lot of things uh, that are at least loosened up. Doors aren't going to be flung open, but they are being loosened up. Things like uh, movie uh, movie theaters being allowed to have 25% occupancy in, in phase two, 50% in phase three. And yeah, there are a handful of counties that are in phase three and even a few in our, our neck of the woods. Um, restaurants, uh, you can now have six people to a table in phase two, eight people in phase three. And there's no longer a limit to only uh, people within your household that can sit with you, again, for phase two and phase three. Now, once this guidance comes down, I would imagine that the Benton Franklin Health District and the Yakima Health District and the Chelan Douglas Health Districts will all come out with some more specified things for, for those three regions uh, of the state that uh, that might be able to do some more things. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? 
Oh, Sparky Umatilla. Hi, Sparky. What's up? Hey, I, I heard just a portion of your first segment. Uh, wasn't that uh, gentleman running against Ferguson? Is that what I understood? Yes. Well, yes. Got, uh, his, name is, uh, his name is his name is Matt Larkin, and he is he's from King County, but he's a Republican, and he's going up against Bob Ferguson. Yes. Well, I don't know if you heard the news. It could be exciting, possibly. You know how I've been pushing for Eastern Oregon and Washington to form their own state. And if if Ensley and Kate Brown and Ferguson get reelected on Newsmax, and I don't watch it a lot, but I like to look at the little tipper, uh, t- tape at the bottom of the screen on ABC. And But John Bachman, I think that's how you pronounce it, he mentioned that Puerto Rico may become a state, D.C. may become a state, and he mentioned that Eastern Oregon and Washington was talking about it. So there is some talk out there, uh, you know, and so uh, we'll see what happens anyway. All right, I'll let you go. Appreciate the calls always, 547-1610, 509-547-1610. Certainly, I, I still think that the at the federal government level, those that – are in charge. It doesn't matter what party affiliation. I think the federal government likes having 50 states, a nice round number, you know, having 100 senators, having 50 states, things like that. So if and when the time comes to add any more, well, then that's going to open up the floodgates, right? You know, if, if you allow D.C. in, well, what about Puerto Rico? What about some of these? Uh, you know, look, California has been talking about this uh, for a long time as well, splitting into two, a north and a south, uh, northern California, southern California. Um, I, and I'm sure there's other states out there that that uh, that feel the same way. Um, so it wouldn't just be the, the West Coast. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I just, I think getting over that hump of, Allowing more than 50 states is going to be a tough hill to climb. But once it is conquered, boy, everything and anything on the table. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Mike. Hi, Mike. What's going on? Nothing. Just settling in to virtual learning. Living the good uh, life, I hope. Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> so, Sparky... Uh, Mache tried to do this with uh, Liberty a long time ago, and if they go D.C., then you're talking about uh, electoral votes that would be totally Democratic. If you talk about Puerto Rico, it would probably be electoral votes that are totally Democratic. So none of that stuff is favorable if you're a conservative, but if you're a Democrat or you know a liberal and you're looking to chase down uh, more power, more influence, more whatever, then that, that's a good thing. If they split California, uh, there's two more Democratic, you know, liberal, whatever. So if Joe Biden gets in there, you can almost guarantee that that would be the push, especially if they took the House and the Senate to go along with it. Hopefully none of that comes true. Hopefully it's uh, just 50 states and live with it. Appreciate the call. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. Um, 
Uh, there's just there's so many different pieces to this. Not to say that they're insurmountable, uh, but you know, think about it. They, you know, you'd have a lot of things would change uh, by allowing. And there's and there's a reason I think why um, it hasn't gone beyond fifty in how many years? Right, a long time since Alaska and Hawaii were um, were added. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Five four seven one six ten is uh, is the phone number. Got a couple of emails. Want to share? Uh, Mike and Kennewick writes. Uh, a month ago, the CDC reported ninety five hundred deaths directly from COVID in those uh, with no underlying conditions, with seven and a half million cases in the U.S. 9,500 deaths directly from COVID. There is absolutely no reason for locking down a business, forcing mask wearing everywhere. People will always get it and very few will ever die from it. So it's time to stop penalizing our country with these uh, Democrat infested fear mongering ideas. Let adults use common sense in social distancing and get the kids back into school uh, there will be spikes, but they will go down, and it's not practical to think that shutting down will eliminate COVID. It will only postpone it. Uh, look at Sweden. That's what they did. Again, Mike in Kennewick also got an email uh, from Jeff in Pasco. Uh, Jeff writes, uh, is Jay Inslee going to be investigated for bringing illegal fruit across county lines? I haven't heard anything. Uh, wasn't sure if you had. Um, that look right after it happened, uh, there was quite a bit of scuttle that a referral or a lawsuit was going to be brought forward. And then I didn't hear anything else. I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that, uh, there, there was rumblings of a lawsuit filed up, uh, near Wenatchee. Uh, if it was Chelan or Douglas County, I don't remember. Uh, but, but some, somebody in some group up there. Uh, was looking at that possibility, but has not uh, hasn't really materialized uh, as of yet. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. Again, uh, taking your calls and comments about uh, Governor Jay Inslee's announcement that uh, more things were going to be. Um, loosened up for the governor's safe start program most of them uh, right now anyway are for counties that are in phase two or three no county in the state is in phase four that's fully opened and yes there there are many people that believe that was by design as some of the smaller counties that were in phase three qualified for phase four Everything was put on pause. And as frustrated, look, and as frustrating as it is to be in Benton and Franklin counties, um, being stuck in modified phase one, how about those folks that really literally could be completely opened up? Their numbers, their cases qualify them to be in phase four, which is everything open, and they can't do it because of the pause statewide, because pockets and these are not numbers for uh, Western and Eastern Washington are, are, are out of sync. 
Imagine, and probably there's some listening right now, in those smaller counties, there are a handful of them that are in phase three, that are in pause in phase three, and could move into phase four, meeting those requirements, and can't, because nobody can move forward at all until who knows when, probably until there's a vaccine or at least after the election. 5471610 back with more after this. Join the show. Call the legendscasino.com hotline 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, CBD American Shaman across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. They believe in their products so much that they offer a 100% 30-day money-back guarantee on everything they sell. Stop uh, into CBD American Shaman's Day and check it out. Ed Dawson with you. Rob off today, covering a lot of ground uh, for sure. And in the final few minutes, um, we can keep the uh, calls and the emails going. 547-1610-509-547-1610. The big news, uh, Governor Jay Inslee opening uh, more activities up and uh, to a greater level for much of the state. Um, And this, this has been the M.O., of Inslee since he put a pause on counties being able to move to the next phase. And I'm thinking about the the five counties that are in a modified phase one, Benton, Franklin, Yakima, Chelan, Douglas. All of those counties, as those as the case counts began to level off, got to do more things without moving the county into a full-on phase two. So that was kind of the the test run for what we're seeing now for a second time from the governor's office, where it's almost like the phases don't matter anymore. They do, but they don't. I mean, certainly the, the activities the changes to the activities that the governor rolled out today are based on counties being in phase two or phase three. Um, nobody's in phase four, but probably could be. It, it's more of an activity-based um, rolling out, if that makes any sense. That it, if people did their research in the beginning when the reopening started. There was the four phases. There was a nice uh, colored chart and all of the different activities and to what level were laid out depending on what phase, one, two, three, and four. Four is completely open. Go have at it. Uh, get your life back. Um, but now instead of instead of so much following the phases, we're seeing a modification of what and how much of those activities can happen in phase two and phase three, and to some extent modified phase one as well, because there was no modified phase one. <laughs> those five counties uh, were kind of bringing up the pack, uh, bringing up the rear of the pack. So 
those five counties had to be treated differently. But it did allow the state to look at phasing in activities into those phases, depending on case counts and all that stuff. So it's... I, I am I am not a fan of this approach at all. Um, I I still contend that the entire state can open up with masking and social distancing and being safe. And then once there is a vaccine, we can ditch the masks and the social distancing once enough of the population has the vaccine. That's my humble opinion. Um, and no, I don't want grandma dead and no, I, I, uh, I am, am discarding those that, uh, got the virus and certainly those that have died from the virus. It's tragic. I'm not discounting all those things, but the, the rest of the people can't be held hostage out of, fear that that is be, you know that has become my mantra this year this 2020 colossal you know what of a year has solidified in my mind that I don't want to be afraid I don't want to I don't want to live my life in fear I'm a smart enough person I can I can handle things that are thrown at me so let me handle things. Let me be an adult. Let me, let me, along with my wife, figure out what's best for our kids. We'll be safe. Don't worry about it. We're not, we're not going to, we're not going to throw COVID parties and go licking things we're not supposed to. Let, a, let us, let us be adults. Let us be adults. We're not children. And the time for living in fear is over. In my opinion, in the beginning, yes, unknown virus, very little information coming from China or the rest of the world didn't know a lot of things about this virus. We know a lot of things about this virus. And I am of the opinion that we can safely open things up and be smart about it. Does that mean everybody's going to be smart? No, no. Humans can be pretty dumb, right? I'm sure there's people who think I'm pretty dumb for saying that, that it, we should open things up. I think the time for living in fear is over. That's, that's my two cents because I'm done. I'm done with it. I, I'm not done wearing masks. I'm not done social distancing. I, I'm going to play by the rules probably until a vaccine comes because it sure doesn't look like anything's going to happen. You know, the, the election is not going to be the light switch that turns things a certain way. It's going to be the vaccine. And I hope that they can safely and effectively find the best option for the vaccine, get it out to people so we can go on with our lives. That's all for the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Appreciate uh, our guest in the first hour, Mac Matt Larkin, 
who's a Republican from uh, the West Side, running against Bob Ferguson for state attorney general. Coming up, all of the day's news and weather and whatever else comes up, right? On the Afternoon Report. Stay with us.